folks in the house we got wavy owl a, a big face you've seen on this once all the time fan favorite guys everywhere and you know what <laughs> this guy's everywhere. sometimes this guy's he comes everywhere. with brands that make clothing and then sometimes he comes with artists and sometimes on his manager shit and you know today he brought us an artist that some of y'all in the dmv may know by havana salt okay so that's where what i want to start at the <laughs> yeah, names are always yeah okay havana like salt. Seoul, Korea. Just salt. It's just salt. Like, people get real hung up with the E in there. And okay. it's just like, it's still just, you still say it the same way. Okay. It's a silent vowel type of deal. Okay. Um, But it's spelled like that because that's the capital of South Korea. That's All right. So, yeah. let's let's <laughs> tap into that. You know, we, we normally don't just do the music. We got to get to know you as a person you before you just. Nah. Okay. Okay, so. Tell so, us the story. How does it, how does right, it connect? So Havana Soul, I basically always say like it's in homage to my roots. So both of my parents are mixed. My dad's Cuban and black. My grandmother immigrated here. My abuela, she immigrated here in her 20s. Like she fled Castro. She's like one of like uh, one of eight kids. They all came here individually, like from Cuba to the U.S. So like my dad was oh, born so they first were generation. Like, she was yeah, like, like my my abuela's like fresh off the boat. Like yeah, kid. like legit like escaped Castro. Like they all mm. left like in the 60s no, and shit. Saying, like, and you know, when they got here, it was just like if you if your feet were dr- wet. Yeah. You have to go back to Cuba if you're exactly. dry. Then oh, okay, you, you you're can fine. stay in America. You can, yeah, yeah, you can get asylum, all that type of shit. So um, my dad's whole family, well, his Cuban side of the family, all like came over here, immigrated like one by one, and they're all from the islands. Like, um, like my family history isn't deep in Cuba. It's actually mm-hmm. like in Jamaica and Barbados, and like, but like you know, so like my dad's family's from the islands, and then his dad is from Detroit. Okay. So like that's his black side. So like my dad was born in Detroit, and then grew up like down here in the DMV. So. That's the Havana part. And then Seoul, my mom's um, Korean and black, and she was born in Korea. She was born in Seoul. Mm. And so, like, um, she is, like, a totally Americanized name. So if you ever see, like, my Twitter handle, my Instagram handle, it's Mi Young Yum. Mm-hmm. Mi Young is my middle name. It's also my mom's Korean birth name. Mm. So, like, that's a really, like, popular name in Korea. But it's, like, it's funny because it's, like, an old, it's, like, a... It's like an old school name. So it's like, so be like Gertrude or something. Yeah, like it's like, like an old, it's like an OG name kind of. So, but yeah, so Me Young Yum is is like based off of my middle name, okay. and that name is my mom's Korean birth name, and my mom is Korean and black, and she was born in Korea. So my mom like, so like on that way, if like me and my brother are like low key first generation, because like my mom immigrated here, mm-hmm. she was an alien, like mm-hmm. you know, like she's one of those people that like had to like uh, assimilate mm-hmm. and shit. So your granddad was he like in the military? Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, so my dad's mom, so like my my mom's 
mom was Korean and her dad was American military who mm. ended up stationed over there after the war. Stationed or he stayed? Because a lot of them <laughs> niggas stayed. In I don't Asia. know. Question mark. Okay. Well, it's she, like she <laughs> said, mom's adopted, so we know this. Yeah, my mom's adopted, so we don't know. She's found like she knows her whole like maternal lineage, so she found her mom. It's like crazy ass story, but then like she doesn't know about her dad, and so like she's found his family like uh like. Cut, like people are just basically like this is who would have been over there around that time but no one ever told us they had a kid type shit mm. so it's like a mystery there you know oh, so like okay. her dad is like maybe like one of two people but okay. like she's found like literally like her cousins type okay. shit that's vicious. but like literally also like dna 23 and b shit wow um but yeah so <laughs> that's a long ass that's ending. a long ass um, to get to oh your rap name havana soul and Nor- that's why it's so it's normally just niggas soul. are just young something but shout yeah, out to you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to you shout so, out to you that's how we got there alright wow that's a I don't know how normally you, you don't you don't follow up with something as epic as that like normally the name isn't that good yeah. but that's a good one so you said something a few times about like it, it being important like the culture and whatnot. um listening to like some of the music it seems to be very eclectic very <clears throat> airy is that part of being from all these like does that fit into it or am I stretching no yeah I think like definitely like the being eclectic part is like part of it because it's like just um taking influence from a couple different places you know what I mean so it's like growing up here like in the DMV like in PG County like that already like lends itself to um you got the flow down yeah, like, but you know, like oh, that, like it already yeah. gives I, I you. Like, some, I got some there's critique certain, there's certain critique. things that is like just being in the DMV, like growing up, like influenced by like go go culture, or you know, growing up like influenced just by like the fashion here and all that type of shit. Like that's gonna give me one perspective, but also like being in a house, like I said, where I hear stories about like oh what it was like in Cuba, or like you know, so I have a little bit different perspective there. And then it's like when people talk about Asians, especially Black people, Black people talk about Asians mad foul, you know, and like it happens the other way around too. And so, like, also being there, like, my mom high yellow, like, if we being honest, like, you know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, I also have that different perspective. So I feel like it just makes my music, like, more worldly. Like, just all bucks. But also just, like, because, like, having that be, like, my foundation in life, like, I just feel like I'm very experimental in general. Like, you know, I'm the type of person, like, I, I try most things, like, once. Like, I don't know. I, I try, I fuck around with it. Like, now, you, can't say, you can't say something like that and not have me follow up. What's the craziest thing that you've only tried once? Ooh. Cocaine. Cocaine and crack are not the same thing. We're going to have a conversation about that later, but just I know mean, that. I mean, you said yeah. once. I, it, like, once. It's a safe space. Yeah, once. Niggas Dang, do drugs I don't here. know that I've only done once. Niggas, huh? niggas do drugs. All right, all right, all right. Well, but it's like the, like, maybe yeah, not once, like, but what's the thing that you were surprised that you did that one time or damn. for the first time? I mean, it's like, I don't like to speak in superlatives, so it's like, oh, what surprised me? Like, I don't know. Like, I just be, I'm like a real curious person. Like, I'm the so, type of right, person, so maybe like the curiosity most killed the cat. Is what's like, the most curious thing? What's the most curious thing? Or the thing you were like, wow, I was wilding when I did that. No, stop ducking the question. I'm about to say, she keeps trying to, she keeps trying to shift it. She keeps trying to shift it. I mean, like, I feel like, okay, so the first time I did acid, I was like, I had already been up for like 24 hours, had already been like smoking, drinking, like rolling, Mm -hmm. and then like somebody, like basically a plug walks in with some acid at like four in the morning, and we like, shit, why not type shit, you know, that type of vibe, and then so we don't even, we don't even like take the tab until like seven, so like Mm. 10 a.m. hits, we already been up for like, 
I don't know, 30 hours. And now we just awake for two more days at this point. Like, you know, so, like, shit like that. But it's, like, I don't really, it's not, like, what's the craziest thing I've ever done? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just the type of person that's, like, if it strikes me, like, I'm a fairly logical thinker. But it's just, like, if I'm curious, I'd be like, eh. Why not? Why, look, what's, like, what's the worst that could happen? All right, so like you said, if curiosity killed a cat, what's the thing that you almost got killed by? Mm, that's hard. I mean, like, me and one of my best friends used to have a thing. It was like, we used to go out. <laughs> 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 look, me and one of my best friends hard. used to have a thing. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe two. Right. I got, like, two. We would go out and be like, yo, if you didn't almost die, was it even fun? Like, I, like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to be wild, but it's like I always had my shit together. So it's like unless you was right around, people just be like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you never know. Respect. Right. Right. Sounds like fun. I, it sounds like a lot of fun to hang out with whoever. Like I feel right. like I don't want to be the type of parent that like be telling their kids shit and they don't know nothing. It's like if I'm telling you shit, it's like look, I did it one time and that shit was wild. Like you know what I mean? I want to be that type of parent. I don't want to be the type of parent speaking from fear. Like I don't like. I'm a know-it-all, so it's like, mm. in order to know some shit, you have to try a lot of shit, too. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's different. It's like, we can read a book on, like, open heart surgery, and that don't make you a fucking heart surgeon. surgeon. You know what I mean? Like, you're not Ben Carson at the end of the day. Like, that's a different type of person. So it's like, I want to be the type of person that Shout at least, you. like, you know, like, oh, well, I've been in the operating room. I done held the scalpel or some shit, you know, versus the niggas are like, oh, I don't know. I read, a, I read a quote on it. Like, all right, you read a Wikipedia page. That's cute. You know, so like that go with everything though. <laughs> well, I ain't, listen, I ain't mad at you. Find a soul. That's where the soul comes from. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta like, and also, and also like, especially when it comes to the music shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas be rapping about stuff they never did. Mm. Like that's not my vibe. Like you know what I mean? Oh, it's so like you really right. and goes. It's like I know how to use a gun. It's like I don't be told. Like it's like, do I tote a gun on a regular basis? No. Okay. It's like, do I know how to use a gun? For sure. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like that. It's like... I was about to say, he wanted to ask that question. For <laughs> sure, because I was listening to that drunk the other night when I was smoking. I'm just like, hey, Snap, I'm definitely going to ask her about these gun bars. Because you never came off as like a But it's like, I come from a, a fam- I come from a military family, though. That's, you that's know what I mean? Reason. So it's like, that's I don't even like... You know what I mean? So it's too. like, I don't have to like tote guns, but yeah, it's like, I grew up in an environment where it's like, at the very least, I know how to use a gun. Like, mm-hmm. I've been to a range. Like, you know what I mean? Like... They gotta be certified. I know the basics, year, so. you know. Like I'm not about to be like, oh, me and my shooters be out here. Like it's not this. <laughs> this ain't that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this ain't that. But it's like also like don't play. Mm. Like, don't play with me. I like, like it. let's I not. Like it. No, I, listen. I respect I love it personally. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, a big gun fanatic. Uh, we know. <laughs> so so let's tap into this music. This um the project Doggy Bag EP. Um, I just name it Doggy Bag. <laughs> yeah, it, so, I was I was gonna ask. It really, there's no really connection. Listen, my opinion yeah. to like dog stuff, or maybe I missed it. Mm. Is this part of a larger? It, thing? Yeah. So like, really, what happened was like two years ago. So like, let's see. I dropped this project ATM. Okay. Was, like, Can, an 11 before track. you finish, that's what I was gonna say. What what's the was there a reason for like the the gap? It seems like a, a really so, solid gap. Really. Yeah, it is. Um, I recorded ATM in 2017, mm-hmm. and then what happened was we were in the mixing process of that, and my like good friend, like my childhood friend, he's like my engineer producer for that project. His dad died. Like we finished, we wrapped up the project, and his dad died like a Damn. month later. Like in like awesome like literally like awesome like I was at his house like the night before type shit, and his mm-hmm. dad was in the hospital. He was like, yeah, I mean, I'm in the hospital, but like. He had, like, sleep apnea type shit. You know what I mean? And then, like, the next day, I'm, like, at my parents' house or some shit. I'm talking to my mom, and she's like, yo, 
Like, da 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 And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I was just over there last night. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? And it was, like, some shit like that. So it was like, here we are working on this project, and then, like, some life-altering thing happens. So then, like, mind you, we finished that project. Like, we had finished that project in the summer of 2017. It didn't drop until, like, spring 2018. That's so, like, good, it was, like, eight, seven, eight months that's, later. That's something you really dropped. shouldn't let people know, because I don't know say, that sounded far more rappy or, like, far more, like, way of a different style. Yeah, like, but so, like, that's why, yeah, It just seems so, so, like, further, uh, so far from this. I was it so, is, it is, but it's so, also because, like, in time, it's, like, it also was, like, three, four, 40, almost that's years was, ago, legit. If you told me it was in 2018, I'm like, okay, but if you tell me it was... Done in 2017. Yeah, so like the, the I'm like, was that's, done a in 2017. Uh, that's, that's a different. Like, you know what I mean? So like, so it's like, so from, so I did that in, a, so ATM 2017 came out in 2018, and it was like, okay, it had a very like distinctive like soulful narrative. The project was called At the Moment, so it was like basically like obviously ATM people think of money, but it's like At the Moment. Was, where I, where yeah. am I in my life? Like, okay, I have a college degree, I'm an adult, but what does that mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, it was a, at the moment, to this be is honest, how I feel. you know what it sounded like to me, like a fake insecure soundtrack. Like it sounded <laughs> like what an yeah. early person in their twenties would be like trying to rap about telling and that you. Was, yeah, and that, that, their and perspective. that was the vibe because it was like okay, I, have I like this that. To be honest. I like that. I like that. Well, ATM. and so I it's like funny because a lot of people say like, "Okay, doggy bag." Like, ah, oh, that's cool, but it's not. It's not a story. And like for me, I'm like, you want to hear a story? Go back and listen to. Okay, go back and listen to ATM because this ain't that. And that's why story, I feel like though. also I'm like, but that's why I feel like off the J shit. Type, you but... want the old shit? Buy my old album. Like that's great. <laughs> like this ain't that. You know what I mean? So like how we get from ATM like very soulful mm-hmm. and like for one, my producer Nightingale, that's one who I said his dad had passed. And, like this is my childhood friend. Like I know him since we we're like in fourth grade type shit. Okay. Like so. He has a very like Okay. Oh every hour on the album. My bad. I do intermittent fasting, that's my alarm for that shit. Um, I love it. He has like a very soulful sound. He like used to he loved to like so I had two producers on that project, Nightingale and Todd. And so like one of them, he loves to like go in the studio and he starts almost all his shit from like a sample. So he has all these vinyls, like popular joints, obscure joints. He just whips out a vinyl, like a play with some shit, <laughs> and like he'll like, stupid. you know, just sit there, cut it up. So that's how he starts his beats. So it was like ATM, like that was kind of the backbone of ATM. So it was like a lot of like really like soulful stuff and that's why it kind of sounded like that. But then like, you know, in the process of working on this like project, being in the studio with two producers for a long time, you know, like six months, like six months, we tap in two, three times a week. We in there four hours each. You know what I mean? Like niggas get off work, we plugged in. Like seven to 12 type shit. Two, 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 three times a week type stuff for, you know, six plus months. So it's like, that's a very intimate working relationship. Like, yeah. as y'all know, like doing the podcast, you know, anytime you do something with somebody over a long period of time, it's like, it's different. Like, yeah, you true. know, so it's like, it was a lot of things that I learned about myself. It was a lot of things that like became questions. Like, cause there was one song on ATM. Um, and basically I had to like, I originally had this YouTube beat. And it's like, mind you, I'm in the I'm in the studio with producers though, and they like, no, nah, I hate, you know, like, they just like, I don't like this joint. We're not using none of this type shit. Mm-hmm. So they like, that we like, we're totally gonna redo this beat. But then so they redo the beat, and I'm just like, it don't hit the same, you know. I'm just like, nah, like it's not there yet. So I kept sending them like back to the drawing board. Like it doesn't have the same essence that the original song had, you know. Even with the same lyrics, all that shit don't feel the same. So then like eventually, like Nightingale just. Like, he, like, literally was like, I don't understand what you're trying to get me to make. Because I'm like, I want some dark shit. Like, I'm like, I want some Travis Scott. I want some dark synths. I want traps. I want deep drums. You know, like, I'm trying to describe it as best I know how. And he's just like, it's just not, 
He's like, I don't know. You know, because like he on this jazzy vibe. Like, he's literally like, I can't make that. You know, so my other producer, Todd, who like, um, so like I said, Nightingale, he loves to go in the studio and the first thing he does is like chop a sample. Todd comes in the studio and his background is like, he's a musician by trade. So like he knows how to play the guitar. He knows, he can basically teach himself any music, like any sort of instrument. Like he's a virtuoso. But his main thing is strings, so like guitar and bass. And like he played in a lot of go-go bands like in high school and stuff. So like he has a totally different, like so when you go in this, so if it's just me and him in the studio, he's the type of person like he'll be like, give me something, like give me a melody. And then he'll start strumming that and that's how he builds the song. So like working with them individually is very different. So when it's like all of us in the studio, it's like kind of interesting environment, you know? So like with that, you know, like Todd kind of kicks Nightingale out the way, like, all right, some shit like this. And it's like, boom, some shit like that. But, you know, so I'm sitting here, like, realizing, like, oh. Some niggas should collab. But it's, and they do collab. It's like, I knew Todd through Nightingale. Because, like I said, that's my childhood friend. And then they went to Hampton together. You know what I mean? So it was like, and then he was like, yo, I know, I know this person that'd be perfect for this project type shit. So that's like how I met them. But it's like, you know, you just kind of realize, like, even producers, everybody has their own style. Like I said, even the way they start off beats is way different. Mm. You know, it's so like straight from jump. So it's like, I realized a lot of things about myself and just wondering, like, oh, well, what do I want my sound to sound like? And realizing, like, ATM was cool, ATM served its purpose, but I didn't feel like ATM was my sound. Hmm. So it's like, right. as we go through, like, um, I dropped two little, two, three tracks last year in 2020. Um, Puppy Child and DDA, so like kind of like going into like the dog. So y'all mm. like going back to like how did Doggy Bag be Doggy Bag? Um, so really, after ATM, I had worked on this project, All Dogs Go to Heaven, and that's like another like full length project or whatever, like the length of ATM. I had worked on that project, and at the time I was like, so ATM comes out 2018. 2018, I'm working on this other project, All Dogs Go to Heaven project's fire but it's way different it's not like atm at all like i said it's not it's not jazzy it's not soulful soulful it doesn't have that you know totally different like much more like modern feel to it tighter drums more synth like totally different vibe like sonically Mm -hmm. and um you know so like i'm working on this at a time i'm like damn like i never made music this good and like to the point that i was like i had to sit on that project for a while because i was afraid like I didn't want to put anything out because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to top this shit. So I sit on this project and I start, you know, just working on all this other stuff. So like in the process of that, that's basically how I, that's basically like how Doggy Bag came about. Cause it was like, okay, I want to introduce people to this new sound, but I don't want them to be caught off guard. And I don't want to put out a full body of work. And the people are like, what the, f-? like, Oh, so you have what? the, uh, oh, so this is just some shit you're just giving us. Yeah, some- like this is just some shit. So like really yeah. Doggy Bag is some shit I did during quarantine. Like this is just some shit I did literally in the house. Like, you know what I mean? Like by myself, like not with any of my producers, like all the beats I just, I already had, you know? So it was like, they were either YouTube beats or beats I already had sent to me. Mm. So like, this was some super like insular, just like, and for me, it's like, it's cool to do that because like I said, the process of being in the studio a couple times a week, these long, like multi-hour sessions, that's a totally different vibe than like being tuned in by yourself and just like in the studio by yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, Doggy Bag is, like I said, more of me like finding my sound. So like, can you send me the other joint, the the full album? <laughs> I want, I want to hear it all because I, 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 I can give you some previews. Because because that would be intrigued as to like what because all right now this album makes more sense. All right, so let's talk about this. Dallas, let's get into it. So since you said this is more insular, this was more about yourself, and this is more like personal. 
Who were you talking about on her savings? Or did you have a certain person <laughs> in mind when you were talking about her in the back of your... No, no, no. What? Her savings, you know, it's really it's really a concept, concept song. Oh, concept. <laughs> but the thing about concept. her savings was, okay. so, the funny like thing is, so, I guess we get, so, like, out of the five songs on Doggy Bag, so just going down the order, like, her savings was actually a song I had since, like, 2017, 2018, because, like, okay... Right after I made ATM, I worked on this project called Rims, which I didn't end up releasing. So like I had dropped this How visual much music for it. Do you have in like I got a lot of music. That's the thing, and that's the thing. <laughs> like, well, are you a hoarder? Kind of, and that's like the thing I'm trying to grow out of. Like, in just like okay, you can't because okay. it's like you can get better at something, but you can't get great at something without the full feedback loop. So it's like if you sit, you can sit in the studio and make shit. You can play it for your homies. You can do all that shit. But if you don't play it for random third parties, it's like obviously you're missing like a critical part of that feedback loop and growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like for me, it's like yeah, I had to stop hoarding because I got mad music. Like even the new shit. Like not even talking about like I have products that are like I said. Like I have this joint, All Dogs. I have another joint that's done, and then I have like what's okay. So rims. Rims. So yeah, Rims was like this concept project. It was a four track. It was just another short little EP. Mercedes was on that project. And so I had dropped this visual, um, 29, like, shit, I don't even know, especially with the pandemic. I'm like, all the years got fucked up. But I dropped this visual playmaker, which is supposed to be, like, the beginning of, like, starting that rollout off. And, like, in the process of doing playmaker... Is that when you're in the streets? That's just when I'm, like, in a, I'm in this vintage yellow North Face, and it's, like, um, I'm, like, in a Jeff Gordon t-shirt and shit. And it was just, like, it was a little quick video, like, a little, like, little minute and a half little there. joint. Yeah, it was, like, around, but, like... <laughs> All the vintage, always. <laughs> but, um, and it was like a little quick joint. But so I had this joint, I had the project done. Like, we had it mixed. And so I'm talking to my friends at the time, and they're like, yeah, like, Rims is cool, but you got better music than that. Because I already had All Dogs. Or, like, I was already, like, basically in the middle of All Dogs. Mm. And they're like, this cool, but, like, you got better shit. Don't drop it. So I didn't drop it. So then Mercedes was the song that I just had that was never going to come out. So, like, when it came to, like, I was like, okay, like, maybe I, we, should, we should put something out. You know, so I'm talking to Al about Doggy Bag. And then it's like, I play Mercedes for him because I don't even think he had heard Mercedes. Like, Mercedes was literally like this joint I had that I was like, well, that'll just never see the light of day. And then I played it for him. He's like, wait, this is cool. Like, this needs to be on the project. And I was like, oh, really? Because, like, I was literally not even about, I just played this for you, like, because I was going through my, like, vault. And I was like, I forgot about this type shit. And then, like, you know, it just ends up it ends up being the like, kind of perfect like intro to the project. It's real cinematic, like the beat builds in a real cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the sample at the mm-hmm. beginning of it that we we all enjoyed in particular. But well, yeah, like that's just that's literally how Mercedes came out, and then go to the second track, Girla. Okay. That was a joint I had dropped. Like also like same shit around the same time I made Mercedes, and I was working on Rims and like post ATM. I had made Gurla, and really Gurla was my first, like, kind of foray into the more, like, ambient, like, how you, like, mm-hmm. into that more, like, because I love that, like, there's qualities of, like, Trippy Red and Juice World that I really love. Like, I love, like, that rock shit. Like, mm-hmm. when I, you know, like, like middle school, high school, like, I was listening to Good Charlotte, all that type of shit. So I love, like, there's, Sorry, like, something, like, a little bit of that rock aesthetic. I really love that shit. And I used to skate and shit when I was in middle school. So, like, skateboard? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you could do an Ollie? I can do an ollie. I can do a kickflip. I can do like you know all the little basic joints. I can you know just the little. I haven't like I haven't skateboarded. So you don't shred, but you do something. Yeah, you know I was like out here doing all 
know crazy stuff. I can do the basics. You know, I can ride through the city. Like, I know how to, like, uh, you know, build a skateboard and stuff. You know, all the basics. Like I said, like, I'm a tinker. I'm a curious person. Little kick push. You know, like, little kick push, you know, on my Lupe. But, So, Gurla. We got we got her savings out the way, which is uh, I, I feel the blend, the nod to the ladies. You know, <laughs> shout out to you, but girl, talk to me. Yeah, so girl, so really, girl, I did it also like around 2018. So like around the same time, like right after ATM, I was just kind of like, all right, well, what's my sound type of deal, you know? So I was really like kind of going Hold back on, to can the drawing board. Why you make that voice? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> That was funny. I just, I just thought head, it was funny. In my I head, it was I funny. saying shit like that, and then sometimes I'd be like, damn, I said that out loud. But then it was like... No, that's me well, all the time. But it's, it's good to know there's more, people, there's more people nah, like me like, out here. I'm the type of person, like, I'll be, like, walking around, and I'll make, like, sound effects. <laughs> like, I remember... <laughs> That should be fun because it just makes shit more fun. Like run up the stairs. It's just like, like it's like a movie. It's like a movie exactly. soundtrack type shit. Yeah, like that's my credits exactly. and real. Yep. That's how I be living my life. So, I like that. so yeah, you know, Girl, I'm like, oh man, what's my sound? You yeah, know, I and I just kind of like, I, I just go in the studio, and one thing I realized was like, a lot of times, like ATM and all this shit I was making, kind of before that, like all my early music was really like, well, what do people want to hear from me? Or like very much being like, um just kind of always thinking about what other niggas wanted. And, like, Ooh. so Girl was kind of, like, one of the first times I remember going in the studio, like, after ATM, after this, like I said, this very, like, intimate um, experience of, like, really working with, like, producers for, like, a year straight, like, and just, like, this being this, like, very, like, music as a group process, for real, for real. And then going back into my personal studio after that and just, like, playing around with shit. So Girl was kind of, like, the first one I played around with. I threw it up on Audio Mac and, um, like, Dinnerland, which is, like, um... Um, a, like they do productions events like back when the world was open up in mm-hmm. New York but like they are like a blog like they do a lot of different stuff up in um, New York City open. and they used to have this like little weekly competition they would put all these artists head to head you know so like um, a couple people from their team like just like they fucked with Gorilla because it was on Audio Mac it was just like a random mm-hmm. joint I dropped on there and it did really well it got like 20,000 plays in like a couple weeks Very you know so it was just channel. like but it was just, like, a little quick joint that I dropped. Like, I made that shit in my basement. I never went to nobody. So, like, I'm not a fucking engineer. Like, it was legit, like, a legit demo. But it was kind of the first time I played with that ambient sound. Like I said, it got really positive feedback. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like, damn, Gorilla, like, needs to be done right. Like, I need to get that joint mastered. So it was like, okay. I felt, so, like, that's how Gorilla ended up on here. So that's, like, Mercedes and Gorilla were joints that were a little bit older that I felt, like, Damn. They deserve okay. their time. They deserve to get out. Like, uh, why not? You know, if any song. I mean, you got out, all you fucking a horse. So you know, like, <laughs> let me let those out. But then, like, the last three, Walk, um, Closer, and Mini Face God were all joints I did in 2020. I like all those songs a little bit more. But Walk, this is definitely a different sound. That's the DMB song to yeah. me, at least. That, like, that's where I hear your DMB <laughs> flow, DMB like, true. the, the run on rap sentence. I'm not really a big fan, but you guys are going to do it, so hey, I'm, I have to live here too. So. <laughs> I was really listening to that joke, and I was just like, she's in the pocket. I fuck with it. And then the B switch, and you just kept staying in the same pocket, and I was like, the only reason, the, only reason why I'm okay with it, because you know my guy, Hetty One, that's his shit, mm-hmm. and I can't, I can't. I can't be cap and be like I like that, and then not. So I, I, mean, I, I enjoy it because I, I fuck with this. That's what I'm saying. I enjoy it, but it's, it, it, I'm like, come on, you guys, you can do better. But you did something else before that, so I'm happy you didn't start mm-hmm. with that. Well, yeah, and I guess exactly, and like I guess for me, my thing is always like, 
every song don't gotta be your song. Like, that's cool. And I think, like, some artists, like, and like I said, even, like, the way I used to make music before, I'd be very concerned with, like, oh, well, what if it doesn't flow with this? Like, fuck that. Like, nah, Ooh. like, I'm gonna make, like, all right, maybe walking out the track for you. Like, bet, maybe Many Face God is, you know? Or maybe, like, another track is. Maybe you need to go bump ATM. Maybe Doggy Back ain't the joint for you. Like, that's cool. You know what I mean? And I, I think, like, as an artist... That. To really like see growth, it's like you have to get outside of like just being offended that somebody didn't like said song because it's like maybe you don't like this song, but you'll like another joint I did, or maybe you just don't like me as an artist. I'm not your cup of tea, and that's cool too, my nigga. Like, bet. Speaking <laughs> of, not a fan of Wop, but closer. That was actually the song I liked the most. Okay, uh, so I and really that's did. the one that I feel like most like that's the joint that like I hear the most feedback. That nigga's like, oh, like you know, the whole project was cool, but closer. Yeah, I, I think I think that personally for me, it just it it has like to me it has your sound, but it also has like the same rap kind mm-hmm. of stuff yeah. that, that I feel in that pocket that everything that I'm kind of got. looking for. And yeah. like like I said, I like ATM a lot more than this. So like it seemed like a little bit more of that. So I was I enjoyed closer. That was I was like okay. I was like why, why? I was like why couldn't the whole album be like this? Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, so I feel like it's kind of interesting because especially like okay the last three we talking about the newer songs, so it's mm-hmm. like on walk like it's more like that's more of an R&B pocket like there is you know like there is a verse on there but it's like and it is like a rap verse but like uh, kind of barely and then like yeah you know it's like that's more just like that's a walk is a very like melody driven song where then you get the closer and it's like it's melody driven but in a very different way you know what I mean like like it's less R&B leaning it's more like Mm. it still has a more like the cadence is more succinct Mm -hmm. I'm curious are you going into these like really because these are really like descriptive breaking down like it's not like you're like a basketball player like yo I, I did this play and that play it's easy like when we're listening because that's kind of what we're supposed to do is like sure. for you are you going in with these antennas like yo I'm going to make an R&B leaning I'm more hip hop nah ju- and like I okay. said nah because the thing is like for me my thing is like I, I'm a very like meticulous person in general I'm a detail oriented person in general so like for me the thing I had to do was like just go back yeah go back and just like just make what's fun like make cool. some shit and then go back and then clean it up or then be like what the fuck was we rapping like we gotta scrap that whole verse you know what I mean so like so for me free. when I go into the studio like I just I'll listen to beats and I just like I'll catch my vibe you know what I mean like sometimes I'll hear a beat I like it but I'll be like this ain't this ain't my mood today you know what I mean so I'll never work on something that I don't want to work on and so, like, especially, like I said, Doggy Bag was really just me in my home studio. So it was like, I don't have the influence of going into a studio and producers playing beats, and I'm not feeling none of them, you know? But it's like, I can't tell my mans I'm not feeling none of them, so we got to pick one of them, you know what I mean? Like, because those are little you things. Can that tell like, <laughs> you can or you know, I will, and I'll be like, no, nah, pull some more up, or like, I want to hear a little bit more of this, you know what I mean? Because at this point, I have that relationship. But like I said, that's an intimate relationship. But you know what I mean? So, like, with producers that that's I've been working it. for for a minute, bet, like, nah, I'm not, uh, uh, can we pull some? You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm gonna do that, and they know I am. You know what I mean? But if like, That's say funny. I go into a studio where, I, where I'm working with the new producer, he played never... ten joints, and I'm just sitting there like. Uh, it's working at the You day. know, and then it's like, but then, exactly, and then sometimes that's cool, too, because you got to challenge yourself, then you go like, mm, I wouldn't usually do this, but let me hop on this. But, you know, if I'm in my studio, and I'm just like, I'm going to cycle through shit until I hear some shit I like. You know what I mean? And it's also like, I'll have mad drafts. So it's like, I'll have joints that I'll have, like, just a hook to, or just, like, a hook and a verse. You know, and then, so, like, I'll go in the studio, and then I'll go back to those, and I'll kind of, like, look through a list. So, like, at any given moment, it's like, I have all the joints that are, like, that need to go to their first draft, that need a demo. And then I have joints in demos that are not done. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
I have mad music. You have to stop hoarding. Like your your 2021 goal from High Coast of Podcast is to stop hoarding. Nah, for that's sure. that's that's what we're. We don't normally give out goals, but I'm giving you that goal. Just give it. That's fair. Even okay. if it's snippets, like Freestyle Friday type shit, yeah. or like just drop that shit. give people something. Because I think you have a lot of good shit, but I feel as though like. How can we know what you're, you're just, you actually are? Well, that's why I said, like, and that's why I was like, the other yeah. part of the feedback loop. Yeah, like, you can, you could be great, but you, you only yeah, so great if you don't get the exposure yeah. and if you uh, don't get the critique and if you don't like let niggas hear. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like, you can know? I personally can be pretty oh, no, 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 no. Like, because like one thing I fuck with this album, even though it's not really like what I usually listen to, yeah. my type sound, I fuck with it because it's like it's very free. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell. No song sounds the same. At all. And then it's just like, bro, I'm talking my shit on this jump. Like, and that, that, yeah, like, I was going, more I'm than anything this, else, that's jump. what I wanted it to be. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this project wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be, like, super cinematic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just supposed to be, like, some shit. This yeah. is the moment. Like, yeah. this, this, this how tracks, I'm feeling. 14 minutes, I was just like, oh, quit. Just and that's what I'm saying. Like, like, and that's that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so, speaking of bars, there's a few things you said. You said something about not having any OGs and having to look up on look up to yourself. Forget what song in particular that was. I found that interesting. It's on Closer. Wow, that really was my favorite song. Um, <laughs> why, why, why? That that was that was like wow. That's like normally people are like, you, I have a friend named Chini who that used to be his thing. I don't have no OGs. I look and I was just like, oh, we all kind of have OGs. Mm-hmm. But like, it's interesting to hear someone in particular say that all wax like because you know rap is big about like you know looking up to homage sure. and shit, and like, shit that. like that. Yeah, paying homage. So I was curious when I heard that. That 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 kind of was like, hmm. well, it depends. Like. It depends what do you mean by OGs, you know what I mean? Like, so for instance, it's like, I have role models, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up with parents who, like, do cool shit, and mm-hmm. I have grandparents that did cool shit, X, Y, Z, and, you know, all these other, like, you know, people that are, like, parent figures in my life. I got all of those people, sure, cool. But in terms of, like, OGs, like, growing up, I didn't know nobody that did music, you know what I mean? Like, I, w- I had to go seek that shit out. I had to, like, even, like, up until I was working on ATM, I was recording up in Philly and Jersey because, like, that's where niggas I knew that made music were. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of, like, I used to be up there so much that people thought I lived there back when I used to do music. I used to do as many shows up there as I used to do down here. So it was like, I never had no music OGs. I didn't have nobody, like, everything. And that's why even, like, it's a long journey. And I think a lot of DMV artists experience this because it's like, you don't have... The music we grew up on was go-go. Go-go culture is still around, but it's way different than how it was when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, there's a lot of hip-hop artists now, but we don't have the same infrastructure that Philly, that cities like Philly have, you know, mm-hmm. that cities like New York or Atlanta. We don't have the hip-hop infrastructure. We have music City infrastructure. Miami. We got mad music history, mm-hmm. you know, all the way to U Street, you know, like, super, like... Black Broadway. Black, exactly, nice, like, Black Broadway, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of history, and it's, like, DC has a lot of music history, even, like, shit like 930 Club. Like, that's a legendary yeah. rock mm-hmm. venue. But in terms of, like, hip-hop we don't have that sort of infrastructure. So like when I say like, um, I don't have no, I, I don't have no role models. I had to be that. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, because I didn't have no music role models. Like, you know what I mean? Like everything I know music wise is like mostly shit I taught myself or That's shit tough. I sought out people for. Okay. I'm glad I got the explanation on that. You said <laughs> something about Livingston Road in one song. Yeah. And Many Face God. 
Yes, I like that's this one the too. Side. And <laughs> that is, I don't know, for some, for some reason, I feel as though like I maybe have been on Love Hits in a while. I, don't I know. feel like if you if you ever been in Fort Washington, yes, it was Fort Washington. Okay, if you it. ever been on the south, like the southern yeah. side of PB yes. County, you've been on so Livingston Road. So I do Livingston Road. Okay, all right. So like, I'm just like, so like the joke that's about a long like road. it's kind of like a yeah, it's like an inside joke because like Livingston Road is like low key like five roads. Mm-hmm. So like you could be like all the way like in Akakik, like damn near close to Waldorf, and you on Livingston Road, or you could be literally like off of Southern Ave and that's Livingston Road and so like literally like I don't even know how like Livingston Road road runs for like 20 miles Mm -hmm. from Central Ave yeah exactly it's like that exactly it's one of those sort of things like 301 where it's just like you could literally like be in Bowie on 301 or you could be in Waldorf on 301 like and so like Livingston Road's not like quite that big but it's like you could be in a lot of different places Places, and it's Livingston Road I found that I found that very cheeky and I I enjoyed that I enjoyed that yeah so that's just kind of like a little something you know like that's like some inside because it's like if you grew up anywhere near that area, you're very familiar. Like with I said, I've been on Livingston Road. I was like, okay, that's an that's an ode to your Southern Maryland for a while. Shout out to your folks no, out man, there. For sure. Southside PD, what's up? Uh, I I enjoyed that. And it was, do I can I think of the other bar that was off the top of my head that maybe I can I, I listen to to a lot of music today, but I don't know. Many face God. What I would say about that was gave me the most Travis Scott feel. I heard you say something mm. about Travis Scott earlier, and that mo I feel as that was like. Not whispering, but I feel that was like a bit of the, like you know, and then like the kind of darker the rock. I like, I like, like I said, I like that menacing side. Uh, I like that dark side. Even like music, like outside of hip hop, it's like I like a lot of like um, I like alternative rock, but I really like even like when you get into like more ambient shit, like you like the limousines. Yeah, like yeah, I like I like a lot of like. I like music that tests like its sonic boundaries. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so it's you like love Jesus. I love Kanye because I appreciate how Kanye will be so wholly dedicated to a moment in time and then also be so like being like, and I did that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way I think about Doggy Bag. So I'm like, if Doggy Bag's not your cup of tea, okay, maybe ATM is. Or like maybe neither one, maybe it's one in the future, you know? But for me, it's like, I never want to get tied to something as an artist because then it's like, once you get tied to a sound, then there's an expectation. If you, like, so somebody like Kanye, every time you kind of got tied to it, you know, like, niggas was like, oh, he does the soul shit. 808s. What? You know, like, he fucked up everything you thought you knew about him. So it's like, I appreciate artists that can, like, be very, like, this is what I'm doing right now, and then be like, and I was cool, you know, and now I'm doing this. And, you know, I would never say I've been, like, that, like, cut out, like, to go that, like, deep into one certain sound. But I really appreciate about, I really appreciate that about an artist like Kanye. Because it's, like, he's so wholly giving of himself. And then, like, you know, very much able to move on. It's, like, when you know, like, you you were in a relationship and you like, I did everything I could have done. Like, you just be good. You be good. You know what I mean? Like, you be like, well, and that was fun. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> um, you sound like this artist I, I've been listening to recently named Amari. I think that's her mm. name uh, from Atlanta. Okay. She has some of, yeah, she has some of the same sort of just like sonic sounds because they were like, I, I remember talking to Mook. He was like, this isn't nothing like I, I ever listened to. I was like, I was like, I hate to say, but this is definitely. Listen like, to this, this person. I was like, I was like, this is definitely some <laughs> shit I listen to. So like, it came off like but very, you know, it's no offense, but so it came off like, very Dej Loaf. And I was just like, but it. It's just I like my Amari. I like my Amari comparison. And then, 
they seem to just be able to do multiple things. So, like, for example, like, Megan Thee Stallion, like, her her greatest hits are pussy rap, I guess, in particular sure. songs. But she's able to do Allegedly. all these other things. Like, she's able to kind of make these... charismatic and she can still rap. And I think, I'm like, that's the thing. Her freestyles is what keep her... I was about to say, because, but, like, yeah, so, like, even <laughs> with that, it's, like, Megan, like, her. there's but even, still people... But, like, this goes back to, like, are you a pop star or are you a rapper? Because there's yeah. pop stars. There's a lot of pop stars in the, like, pussy rap lane that are pop stars. They're not rappers. Mm-hmm. Megan's a rapper. You but even Cardi, like, when Cardi started... Nicki sexy, but she is a rapper. But even when Cardi started, it was never pop. Like, because I remember, I randomly went to go listen to what's the gangster bitch volume, whatever. I, I randomly but went back know, to... And I did listen. And I, I heard one like, of the Cardi Tane people and I was like, she, like, and I was like too. that's... There's no pop here. No, no, no. This no, is, this that is, was wrong. This is gutter. But that was also Cardi in the strip club. Straight blood shit. So to me, it's like, why when she gets to cross over into quote-unquote pussy rap yeah. is that she seems to be able to like make the album when she did where it was different types of songs like there's the Ring For You song you know but then she has like certain songs that are like not Bodak Yellow but at least what's well, a couple rap. things so on one hand it's like for one at the end of the day Cardi's still Cardi and at the end of the day like Cardi has personality mm. like you know what I mean so damn that's so like, even like I audition for Rhythm and Flow so it's like I can say this I met Cardi like you know, so it's like she has personality. So to be she a, so try to tell me to be a female rapper. Hold on, hold on. That's a whole other story. Listen, we'll get. Listen, 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 listen. Keep that in your pocket. But listen, my thing about, but my thing about is that like, are you not allowed to like? Are you not allowed to not be sexy and still be able to just be a rapper? Like that's my thing. Like you absolutely for, are. That's for, what I'm saying. Some people that. occupy that lane as well. But I would say a lot of people in the pussy rap lane are not rappers. They're pop artists, and for that's sure. cute, and that's cool, and that's its own thing. And that's what I'm saying. Is very few of those that's people cute. that can give that sex appeal and that, that can wrap their ass off. So now I gotta ask you about somebody. What do you think about Doja Cat? Doja Cat's a pop star, but but hmm. Doja Cat's pin game is heavy, and that's what I'm saying. Hmm. Like, I'm not talking about Doja like, oh, she's a pop artist, like, oh, the oh, fall be because you So she's more around. Drake than, like, other guys. I'm not going to say she's a Drake. I'm not talking about as far Doja, as the hits, but I'm talking about the Doja idea of really being... Good, Doja makes really good music, and she's problematic, and she's the type of person, like, she's like... But I think her pet... She reminds me of, like, um, a Wale or somebody, like, oh, no, please stop talking. Like, but your you music her is pet, amazing, but, but please but, stop but talking. You know what's like, different I don't want to hear you talk. But you know what's difference between everything you said with everybody all these other people? You mentioned her pen, and that would be my only caveat to some of these things. Like, I think as long as your pen is nice, as a woman artist, I don't care about le- necessarily the subject matter. Sure. That's my. And ma- I think that's fair. And I think that's my one thing I will caveat with Megan. I I believe enough in her pen that I'm okay with some of the body yada 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 shit. Same, exactly. Yeah, because it's like. <laughs> Like, once again, going back to like, what, I hate that song. I heard that shit on the radio day. That's a great radio track because, like, body art. You know, everybody it's a got that song. It's a gap song. It's for sure. Gap. It's TikTok. It's, it's a, a commercial say, joint. A you know exactly what it is. Sure. But guess what? You you know the fucking words. You suck. You don't want to know the words, and you know the words. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, that's a great pop track. But like, yeah, like somebody like Doja Cat, like she has a strong pen. Like not just like bullshit writing or like writing just to write, but like Doja can write real songs. She has really good music. That's what I was. I give you that. We we've had a good. This was a fulfilling conversation. We don't normally get women artists to come in here and um, break down the landscape. So this I was think cool. You are our first woman rapper for sure. Uh, that, cool. You're breaking history on this channel. You know, I'm allowed to hey, see hey, it. Let's make some noise. 
Mook has a question about rhythm and flow, though. <laughs> no, for real. You just skipped oh over that joint earlier. Uh, talking about, yeah, I auditioned for rhythm and flow and all this, all that. Like, that's not slight, bro. Like, that's low-key an accomplishment. I mean, like... I don't you're feel like it's an accomplishment because I wasn't. I didn't end up being on the show. Let me explain myself. Like... Let me explain myself. <laughs> you are a DMV rapper. Facts. We are known for go-go. We are not known for artistry, instrumentation, things like that. And you made it to a contest rap show. <laughs> and even Speaking though you did not, even man. though you did not make it, you were probably the only or one of the only people from the DMV that auditioned for that joint. And you are. A black woman. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's an accomplishment, Chant. Thank you, thank you. Already. So it's just like, can you please tell us about how that happened? <laughs> how, that, how you even got the, how you. Sure, sure, sure. All right, okay. So let's see. Rhythm and flow. So boom. Um, You know, I'm I'm like a Twitter nigga. I love Twitter. I think Twitter is like the funniest app ever. It's the best, period. I hope they don't charge Like, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, like, but, so, like, mind you, but I'm a Twitter person, but Instagram, you know, has been, like, very beneficial mm-hmm. just to, like, Instagram Facebook. is really beneficial for, like, connections and shit and, like, networking. I'll say that. Like, you know, I've gotten definitely, like, a couple ops off of Instagram. So, like, literally one of these ops one day, like, um, I just get a DM from this um, TV producer out in L.A. And he's like, yo, like, you know, we're, we're making, we're working on this hip-hop show. And so, like, mind you, at the time where I first got contacted by the producers for the show... So like they tell me the like so the production company. The show hit you. The, the yeah one of the producers hit me up. Okay. So one of the producers for the show hit me up, and like <laughs> they were a production a company, and like most of their credits were like um I think they did like a lot of like the unsung series, like they did a lot of like Viacom work. Okay. You know so like I got already see like okay like y'all are legitimate y'all got bad credits, and you know so they're like at the time it's like yo we're um we're working on this hip hop show we're doing auditions, and so at the time like this was. At the time they were doing auditions, so let's see. This would have been late 20... Fuck. My years are all fucked. The pandemic really fucked my years up. Because I'm like, I don't even know it was like was a year 18. ago, two years ago. So let's was see. Was it after or before ATL? This would have been... No, I'm trying to think. Let's see. So it would have been after ATM. It came out like... So this had to be 2019. Like, yeah, it was like two to two So it had to be 2019. Okay, so fall of 2019. This is so strange, though, because I'm like, is that right? No, I think fall... Fall... 2019. The show came out in 2019. When did, that's when, like, when did the show come out, right? It came out in 2019. It was 2019? Late 2018. One of them. I don't know. I know, that's how, like, time is really fucking me up. That's what okay, let's for. say, okay. 28, I feel like it had to be 2018, right? Because the show had to come out in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, okay, 2018, late 2018, I go to LA. So, like, the producer already contacted me. They're like, yeah, send me your shit. Like, da 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 I'm already in contact with them. So, around the time that they're doing auditions for the show, I'm already, I was already about to be out in LA. So, I'm like, oh, actually, I'm about to be October out in LA. October 2019 is when it first Okay, yeah, so here. this would have been 2018. So, fall sure. 2018, I'm out, I've already been contact, contacted by the producers. They're already doing auditions. I'm going to LA, so I'm like, oh, bet, I'm about to be in LA. So they're like, bet, just pull up to the office, like, just pull up to the studio. And so, like, I did it on site. So, like, a lot of the auditions for Rhythm and Flow were, like, um, just taped auditions. You know, people sent them in. Like, there was, like, an online submission form. And, but because I just Hold ended on, up being out in LA. You met with the people in person. Yeah, so I went to, the, I went to their office. And you were just trying to skip and I met, over so this shit. So I met, like, shit. a lot of the production staff. <laughs> 
So, like, obviously, like, you know, niggas that were local could obviously go to the office, but a lot of people, and it was like, you know, they're taking submissions from all over the country, so a lot of the people didn't meet them. So, it was mm. like, mind you, I met, so, like, I met the producer that originally sought me out there. I met, like, uh, three or four other producers on staff, you know, so, like, I met all of them I interviewed in the office, you know, they take me in, they got, like, the big-ass camera, you know, straight up, like, one of those boys, um, you know, and they got all the lights, you know, set up, like, boom, these are the prompts, da 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 you know, they run through it like that. So that happens, that's like October. So like, maybe like December. So December, I get a call back, or like, yeah, this was this would have been October. So December, I get a call back and they're like, yo, you made it to the next round. There's gonna be an audition up in New York. So like, mind you, this is the taped one. So like, this is the one that, Car- so like the New York audition was Cardi, Fat Joe, and Jadakiss. And mm. so like, that was that audition. So like, but like, mind you, it's like on the show, they like, yeah, you know, like, you know, like, It'd be fucking TV, so they'd be like, yeah, we just found these rappers on the street and they said they rap, like, and we brought them on the show. Like, no, bitch, like, no, niggas went through, like, basically, like, three, four rounds of auditions before you get to this taped show. That's Mm -hmm. the first audition. But that's just how TV goes, you know? So, like, even, like, before that joint, it's like, we've already taken, like, 400-question assessments. So, like, to be on reality television, like, any of these things, they, like, they make you take, like, a psychological exam. Because, like, they try to put the most craziest people, you know, they're trying to put the most volatile personalities on TV. So, like, especially for these reality shows, they're literally trying to see, like, okay, this bitch is a little... Like, exactly. Shorty look a little (laughs) emotionally unstable. Definitely hurt. You know, like, that's how it goes. So, it's like... It was funny auditioning because, like, even though, like, and today we got to say my background's in journalism and I work in media, but it's like, I don't work in TV. So, it's, like, funny, like... Doing that type of shit and then being like, oh, TV oh, really be TV. Look at you. You know, so like TV Friends. really be TV, so that should be mad funny. But then, so like, yeah, like, so you have the New York audition, and it's like a long, it's a like, so it was at SOBs. So the New York audition was at SOBs, legendary, um, you know, club in New York. And mm-hmm. it's cool, obviously, like, so you get there, it was like an early call, like, we got there at like 9 a.m. So, like, but the cool thing is, this is what I'll tell y'all the Netflix budget, endless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Endless. For like sure. Netflix got so much money it don't make sense. So like mind you all the cadet, all the contestants, so like I don't remember how many submissions there was. But so like even so like for the people that made it to this basically like final round of inter uh the final round was like a hundred it was like a hundred and twenty people or something like that. And then like so like yeah, like twenty people made it on the show from each city, so it was like what, uh New York, Chicago, Atlanta, LA, I think. Were the four cities. So, like, yeah, so, like, each of these cities, like, so let's say Netflix brings in 100-plus people for this final joint. They fly everybody in or, like, bring everybody up on the train. You know, they house us and all that type of shit. And it's, like, basically two days of audition. So, like, you know, you got, like I said, you got to take the psychological exam. You got all that shit. And you have, like, the actual performance day. Mm-hmm. But so, like, performance day, you, like, it's weird because, like, we had a mad early call time. And then we kind of had, like, a dry run. Everybody, like, ran through like, what it's like, okay, this is how you're going to walk on, this is where the cameras are going to be, you know, these are where the gimbals are going to be flying, don't, like, pay attention to them, X, Y, Z, all that type of shit. We had a little dry run-through, and then, like, it was a mad waiting time. So let's say we do this at, like, 9, 10 a.m. And then, like, not seen to, like most, n- yeah, most niggas not auditioning until, like, 5, 6. <laughs> like, I was in, like, one of the last five people to audition for that interview. So I was letting that bitch all day. And so, like, they kind of had, like, three waves of us. You know, so it's like, okay, the first wave's gonna be brought in, and they kind of like, and then there's like a green room. So it's like, we were being like, so like, after we, everyone did their dry runs, you like went to this other place, like back at our hotel or whatever. They had like, you know, one of the banquet rooms or whatever, one of these conference rooms type of deal. And then like, each wave would be in. So like, that wave, they would be in the green room, 
in SOBs and they had it all lighted up, you know, all kitted up and they were doing a lot of B-roll. So like in the auditions, you see that room a lot. And so like what I will say, so like for the most part, it's cool. But there was definitely somebody in the room who was an actor and that was planted there. Mm. That was planted like a contestant. But, you know, like, you can tell because, like, you know, niggas be trying to, like, drive up conversation. And, like, so, like, mind you, niggas are back in the beat. Niggas are back there. And they're, like, trying to ask people, like, yeah, well, you know, what are you rapping for? You know, like, they try like, it's real TV shit. So they're trying to get people to talk about this deep, deep shit. Like, oh, well, my, you know, my cousin went to jail. So I always knew I would do that. Like, you know, they're really, like, looking. Story. Like, literally, but legit. Like, so, like, that, that's the type of shit they're trying to, like, prompt people. So there's literally a person back there. And so, like, at first. You know, because we don't think anyone's, like, everyone's a contestant. And so after a while, me and this one girl sitting back there, we're like, wait a minute. I don't think, like, I don't think this person is, like, I'm pretty sure this is an actor. Mm -hmm. And so we're sitting there, we're going through the whole thing, you know, everybody auditions near the end of the night. And then this dude's like, yeah. So, like, like I said, I was one of the last people auditioned, like, in the last five. Motherfucker, you ain't going to room yet. No, so, like, mind you, we get to the end of the night, you know, and it's like, and and they're telling us, like, you know, like, yeah, the last person's going to go at eight. Like, we're real close. Like, you know, niggas are tired. It's been a long production day, legit, all day. And so this dude's like, yeah, so, you know, I'm not going to get to audition tonight. And we just like, yo, this nigga's really a plant. Because it's like, you was here all day, you niggas was stirring up the conversation, and then all of a sudden, y'all get to audition? Mad sus. <laughs> like, they planted him. He was absolutely an actor. But yeah, TV be TV, Netflix got the endless budget, uh, and Cardi B called me sexy. So what I'm going to say, okay. so Cardi I did my audition. Cardi B called you sexy. <laughs> no, I so I did, no, 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 fast forward, fuck all that. What Cardi B say? No, nah, so I did my, so like, okay, so like, you know, I do, I did my audition or whatever, <laughs> and they're not fucking with it. And so like, oh, so this is the other part. So like for all the beats, so like when I did the joint in LA, it was an acapella. Mm. And so there's this verse I like used to spit like, when I would do a lot of my shows back when the world was open, there was this verse I would commonly spit. I'm going to keep saying that. The <laughs> motherfucking world is open. <laughs> but, you know, so, like, there was this verse I'd always spit, like, it's acapella verse. And the verse go up. And then, so, like, I did that for the audition. Boom, they love it. But, so, like, when you do the TV audition, they give you, like, a... They gave us basically a pack of beats. 20 beats. But, like, the most trash beats you ever heard in your life. Like, super terrible beats. And you have to pick one of these beats. And so, like, mind you, at the time when they, so, like, after I know I made the audition, they sent over the pack of beats. I write a whole new verse to one of the joints on there. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. Use the joint you had from the other audition, but on one of these beats. Not even the same cadence, chant. Exactly. So it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, now I'm trying to retrofit this verse Mm -hmm. to a different beat. And it was just trash. And so, like, mind you, also during the auditions, like, mind you, it's only 20 beats. So during your audition, you hear people do your beat. And it's, like, kind of weird because it's, like, Oh, interesting. Mm. I didn't look at the V like that. Or like I said, in my case, where like I sent a new verse and they were like, nah, do the other joint, but on this beat. And it's just like, so it was like a lot of little weird shit. You know, and I wasn't the only one because it was like a big thing that all the condensed. So what I will say was like, what was cool about it was kind of like, it was like rap, like summer camp or some shit. Mm. You know, because like a hundred rappers in a room and everyone's like, yo, where you from? You know, like da, 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 what type of shit you do? Da, 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 da. So make sure you're not the plant. Mm. Not if you're right. You're not the plant. <laughs> But yes, like, in terms of, like, the other contestants and shit, everybody was mad cool. Like, even the niggas was on the show, I was like, oh, no, like, you know, like, I interacted with them. They're cool peoples, you know what I mean? But so, like, but the show, you know what I mean? TBB TV, like, all the contestants were really cool. It, it kind of felt like super, like, like I said, it was like summer camp because it was just, like, a whole bunch of rappers sitting in the room and niggas, you know, like, beating on the table. Like, it's, like, fifth grade, you know, like, lunchtime type shit. It's like, my, imagine you in a room and it's, like, three, t- like, it's a hundred rappers in this room. And niggas sitting there beating on the table, freestyling. All right, next person, go. Like, that was the vibe. So, like, all of that was real cool or whatever. 
TV be TV. Cardi but be so, calling you sexy though. Let's, so let's focus the, on what's yeah, important. So I do my right. joint. I get to my joint. Like I said, I had to like retrofit this verse onto this beat. Shit's awkward. And so they're like, uh, you know, so I think Cardi starts talking first and she's like, uh, I don't know. You know, she does her little weird sounds or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I was really feeling it, but she's sexy, you know? And then it goes to Jada Kiss and he's like, yeah, you know, you know, like basically, like Jada Kiss and Fat Joe were not feeling it. And then, you, like, but it's not even like spitters because the verse was like a verse, but it was mm. like the type of thing where it was like, what are you saying over this? Why are you saying this over this? <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was just one of those things. It was like, what fucked me up? So like, okay, mind you, if you look at that New York audition, I think like almost every girl that made it through on the New York audition was like a Latino woman. Mm. So it was like, okay, you got Cardi on this joint. Mind you, this is like 2018 when this audition, 20, early 2019, because it would have been January 2019 when the audition happened. I think like, let's say like eight girls made it from the New York audition. Let's say six of them were Latina. And so it was just like, okay, y'all were looking for a very specific thing, which was mm. another Cardi. <laughs> like, let's just call a spade a spade, and that's cool. That's you know what I mean? And it's, like, and it's talented, you know what I mean? Like, out of the women and the men on there, there was talented rappers. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody on there was cool. Like, niggas, nobody was in there acting like an asshole type shit. And, like, mind you, there was, there was people in there that had already had, like, Grammy noms. So, like, that was the other part, too, that was interesting. Because you have people in there. And they had one. Like, but so, like, and then that makes it interesting, too, because, like, some shit like this. I was going to ask, I was like, did you know that he was. So, we didn't know. No, but, like, but, like. At the time, so like mind you, like I said, I did the New York audition, so we don't know what's happening in the oh, other so cities. Didn't do. We know, no, okay. no, no. So like he didn't come to each LA city, no, no, no. So like I mean, mine was in New York, that one was in LA, mm. and then there was an Atlanta audition, and there was a Chicago audition. All those auditions oh. are happening like a few days in between each other. Mm. So like I remember, like I remember when we did the New York one. I think like two cities, LA, like. two cities had already gone. So I want to say like Atlanta and Chicago had already happened. Then it was New York, and I think LA was like the last one or some shit. But it's like all them happened in very close proximity like basically the same like week and a half two weeks so we don't know what's happening in the other cities it's like you know what i mean we don't nobody knows who made the auditions like for instance like i was only dmv artists up there it's like mind you but i don't know that until i get to new york so i'm like headed up there i'm like damn i wonder who i wonder like if there's gonna be anybody else from the area up there and i get up there it's nobody else mm. but like i said it's because a, a producer from the show found me and reached out to me i don't know how he found me but he reached out to me you know what mm. i mean so it was like it was like just one of those interesting opportunities, but respect, respect. You know, TV, be TV. Just, just, so, just so cool. you know, one time Faith Evans said that I was sexy. So. <laughs> just guy said I had soft hands. Just saying. <laughs> I, was, I was at work, man. Helped her down the steps. She was just like, "Hey, you got some soft hands." Faith was like, "Yeah, you." Faith Evans was like, "Yeah, you cute." I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, you know, you gotta take your random celebrity interaction when you can. Oh no, I ain't never get no sexy though. <laughs> hey, you I got the handsome though. I got the handsome from Rihanna. One of Rihanna's oh. best friends said I was handsome. Oh, okay. uh, what's her name? The, no, 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 not her. The other one. It was a, you know, she got a gang. Of, <laughs> and I was just sitting outside the gym, oh, and she was just like, Rihanna's gang. She woke up and she was just like, <laughs> you security guard? I was like, yeah. She was like, you're handsome. And then she kept it moving. And I was just like, come back. <laughs> no, I was just sitting there like, I was struck because I was just like, damn, that's Rihanna man's. Yo. You're, you're like, super jump. I love how Cardi B calling Havana <laughs> sexy has turned into you. I mean, Faith Evans called you sexy, right? Cute, whatever she said. She yeah. did. Right, man, boy, you ain't we, the only we, one. We, we got, everyone can reminisce. Fuck. We got the video. Everyone can reminisce for 30 seconds. <laughs> Dawson niggas, bruh. Fuck. Wow. That was really colorless. It's crazy. It's crazy. Only my, my counterpart, bruh. Right? You know what I'm saying? I fuck with y'all for real. <laughs> y'all my man. This nigga. Before you leave, rapper Lex, or Havana Soul, 
However, I feel like I like rap with Lex personally for myself. I was gonna say, no, a lot of people, and I was, even when I introduce myself, I'm always like, you can call me Lex, you can call me slow. I was I'll like, I just let people pick what they Lex. want. Like, because like, it's a lot of people, like, what is it? for instance, like, I have friends that know me for a mad long time, but they'll never call me, like, they never call me Lex. They never call me Alexis. They always be like, you just slow to me. Like, I can't even call you. Like, I don't need, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. they know my name. They just never, would <laughs> never call me my name, ever. So I was like, you're just slow. I don't know. <laughs> I respect it. What so, do you? Yeah. Before you leave here, what do you need the people to know about you, and how can they reach and contact you, you know, to get more of this experience? Well, shit. Um, you can find Doggy Bag, the EP, on all streaming services. Also, Audio Mac, you know, for you niggas that need the freebie. Um, you know, Man, she called y'all broke. Nah. No, she didn't say I that. She said freebie. if you need the free, you know the free yeah, ski. You know, oh, hold up. That was my. It reminded <laughs> me. You said you were trying to make sure you don't have to get no stimulus checks. You trying to get your money. Uh, Oh yeah, you uh, know. I, I felt that one. That, no that was stimulus. another. That, what, what song was that on? That's on Many Face God. Mm-hmm. I really like that song too. Don't no stimulus. She I'm from the middle of the That's what I'm saying. I like that. that. But that's like, I like, so I like that people would be like, "Oh, Doggy Bag's not a story." You're like, mm, I don't hear the bars. Okay. I'm like, just go listen to Many Face God. Let's, let's and like go I said, otherwise, go listen to ATM. This ain't that project. Let's go back to this not being a story. After this interview, after you said you said a few things, this only stamp a story. Okay. Because the first two songs, after you explained to us, they old tracks. They old tracks. Yeah. And then you have the DMV remaining track. three that are two somewhat bushes. new. Yeah. But at the same time, you recorded all of these jumps like by yourself in your house in your own little studio. And then it's like a little uh <laughs> to your new sound. <laughs> Yeah, a node. That's what we coming for. And in a on. way, the way that hey, it's structured, that's a good point. it also is a story because you got a song that was not going to be heard by anybody. Facts. You got another song that was just like in the same way. Yeah, it never got a full release. It was only on Audio Mac. You couldn't and listen to it on Spotify. You couldn't find it on Apple. It wasn't on nothing else. Exactly. Yeah. And then you got Walk, which is. You DMV niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like got, I feel like that part, that joint, walk more than like closer and many face God, I feel like is more like a, cause that's like, that to me is like the most like R&B track on mm-hmm. there. You know, and it's like, it's not really an R&B track, but it's the closest thing to that on there. So like, yeah, like that's definitely a departure from my sound. Mm-hmm. Like you don't listen to like 1993 from ATM and then think I'm going to make a song like walk. Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, walk, two very I different things. Like, say that. I like that. But I think, like, I like testing that space. Like I said, like, the feeling that, like, I got, like, after I did ATM and I dropped Girl and niggas was like, what the, what is this? That's cool. Like, I wasn't expecting this from you and it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I think, like, that's kind of the same vein that's like, I'll try, like, I'll experiment with songs like Walk. Because, like, I don't know if this going to really be my bag. I don't know what I'm going to do. This. I don't know if I'm going to ever make a song like this again. Mm. But this was how I was feeling this day. And, like I said, it's so, like, when I go into the studio, I only make what I'm inspired by. If I don't fuck with the beat or I'm like, I like this beat, but mm, this ain't the mood I'm in today, I'm not going to touch it. Respect. I'll bookmark it, you know, I'll put it aside, I'll have it in this folder, but it's like, I'll come back to it when I'm ready for it. How do they get in contact with you with anything you know about you? Yes, yeah, so you can find me all streaming, Havana Soul, um, you can find that new doggy bag, you can listen to that old shit, that ATM, you want the old shit, buy my old album, fool. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, all of that, um, me young yum, also Havana Soul, so oh. if you search Havana Soul, you'll find that. And before we leave, did you want to take any parts of DMV rap conversations, talk, anything you have to say, <laughs> anything on that nature, that front? Oh, man, not 
I, I'm a, like, honestly, I'm gonna say, I don't, I don't, like, what is there to say? I like, it's on you. It's on you. I mean, I you've been mad silent. I'm about to say, this is, I forgot. I was like, how can we do a whole DMVR? So say it. Like, honestly, it's like, it's a little hard because it's like in the pandemic, it's like hard to assess, like, kind of like where local culture is at because a lot of local culture moves in the street, you know what I mean? So, like, for me, like, I'm a type of person, like, I'd be real active, like, you know what I mean? Like, so more so than, like, niggas know me as a rapper, niggas know me as a creative, and niggas know me as somebody that's, like, around the DMV. So, like, if you be out on U Street, you see me. If you be out on DuPont, you see me. Like, if you be out of certain parts in D.C., you see me because I'm out and I'd be active. When the world was open, you know, I would have shows out. You know, I'd be at so-and-so happy hour. I'd be at whatever brunch. Like, I'd be out and I'm active. But, like, in terms of, like, music, I feel like that's hard to assess also because it's, like, with the DMV, it's, like, there's two different lanes because, you know, you got, like you always gonna have the trap rap. And that is one, like, that's one DMV, you know, like, that's a particular style in a particular lane, and, like, that has its own kind of, like, hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And I really can't speak to that, like I said, especially since the world not open. I haven't heard, like, you know, I don't even, I, I couldn't even tell you who popping, like, right now in terms great. of, like, trap niggas. Nah, that is, listen to Lil Grey. To me, he's, okay. the, he's one of the best. That, and, like, that's what I'm saying, like, legit right now, like, once upon a time, like I, you know, like, I knew everybody out, but it's like right now, I really don't feel like I know a lot of the niggas that's out. That's why I'm like, damn, when we talk about the DMV rap, I really feel like I can't speak to that. What I will say is, like, there's also a whole other aspect of DMV rap, which is, like, artists like me, you know, Super artists like... like uh, Nike Nando. Yeah, like Nando, mm-hmm. but, like, not just Nando, it's, like, you got artists like, like Akeem, Amiko, like, one of my, okay. also one of my brothers, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of artists, like, you got people like O-Slice, you have people O-Slice? like... Slice? You know, like, hey, you have people you like... Pause, like, there's so many people that don't fit into, like, what is... <laughs> the sound. The D- exactly, like, the DMV sound. They don't sound or, like, like Shy Glizzy. That's something that you got people like Tony Never, like, that's what I'm saying, yeah, it's not, it's not Shy Glizzy, it's not that pocket flow, yeah. it's not the run-on sentence flow, you know, like you said, like, that. that is a, like, the What's trap the... flow, the DMV trap flow is, like, I feel like it's what is known as, like, the DMV flow. Yeah. yeah, like, all of that. The but DMV it's, like, flow there's a whole other side of artists, like, you got Ogojo, you, especially, and I'm bringing up, especially, like, women rappers, you know, like, that's why I mentioned it's, like, that's why that I mentioned out on Mojo because it's like there's a lot of talent long. outside of the like in the DMV that is not trap rap. You know what I mean? And I feel like so long, especially when it comes to like the DMV outside of the scene and what people look at it from a national level and everybody looks at our trap rappers, we have a whole nother wave of like really, like really dope. You know, even you Talented think of niggas that make it out, have made it out, like people like Brent Fias, people like mm-hmm. Rico Nasty. That's not none of that trap wave. Mm-hmm. That's the whole other side of the DMV. You know what I mean? And what I will say is like, there's a lot of artists that exist on like that side. You know what I mean? Like even people like Matt McGee, like that's what I'm saying. Like it's hella local artists that be mad You've been working deep. for a minute too. And that's what I'm saying like niggas like like people like my my friend Reggie like it's mad people that have super deep catalogs that don't sound nothing like the DMV quote unquote like trap rap or the DMV flow that be putting on for the area it's like what I'll just say like I'll encourage people to like experience all of the DMV not just the trap flow not just that pocket rap not just the niggas that like have that particular like bounce like it's a lot of like eclectic like we open this interview your music sound eclectic right you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of artists that are on that eclectic wave here in the DMV. You know, and I'm just like Young Gleesh, because I feel like he's one of those people. He's one of those rappers that does the eclectic DMV flow type thing perfectly. Like he mashes it up greatly. It's yeah, exactly, and it's like that's a particular lane and that's a pocket. You know, what I mean, I feel like the way I feel about Gleesh is like he kind of remind me of like what Key is to Atlanta. Like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, he's similar. <laughs> Nah, you know what I mean? Like, he's clearly, 
years ago. And that's what I'm saying. Is any kids like clearly like of Atlanta? You know, in the same way that Gleesh is like very clearly of DC, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's it's not that glizzy flow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not that trail flow. It's mm-hmm. not like what you necessarily think of when you think of that pocket flow. But you can say like, oh yeah, like you've been around it. You like you know that, mm-hmm. and you've been influenced by that, and then you kind of like went over here and like put your little sauce on it. You know what I mean? It's so, like I always appreciate that. Okay. Love yeah. it. That's all One I got. more time. Havana Soul. Make some noise. Also, rapper Lexi for you niggas who do not know. Right? Shout out to all my Mac niggas. <laughs> right? And, and UMD. Right? And UMD. It's Hermesia. Round 12 o'clock. They said they made me high. I don't need that. Ain't got a hell cap, but I speak fast. I have no role models, baby. Money on me like I'm chopping trees Bitch on me like 98 degrees